0: Hi, and welcome to Startup Story Spotlight Podcast, a series where we feature various early stage innovative founders and discuss about their business, its working and functioning. Today, we're in conversation with the founder of Revolution, Siddharth Ramassarvanyam, who has just launched another range of products from Hello Template. Let's learn more about it from Siddharth. Hi, Siddharth. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
0: Doing great, great. So, um, first we would love to know about you and your journey uh, and about uh, how before you founded Resolution.
1: Yeah, you know, so uh, I'm not your typical 20-year-old uh, startup founder. Uh, I've had about 20 years of work experience before I decided to move back to India to start Resolution and Hello Tempe. So, uh, my journey actually started uh, in India when I was super young. Uh, I moved to the Middle East when I was a few years old. Uh, I lived in the U.S. for about 17 years. I worked mostly in hotels and casinos. So my background is really around opening restaurants, opening hotels, opening casinos in places like Las Vegas, and Atlantic City uh, and Sydney in Australia. So I'm a bit of a, a guy that's used to working in kitchens and hotels. After which I moved to Dubai to do the same work for a period of time and, and after about 20 years of working for others, felt it was time to come and do something meaningful and important on my own and uh, India was my place to go. Food has been my passion since I've always been around restaurants and I wanted to do something in food in India because at a global level I feel it's India's decade now.
0: Interesting, quite interesting, sir. Uh, So, I mean, now it makes sense for you to find regulation. What was the turning point in your career as such when you came back to India that led you to uh, find a regulation?
1: Yeah, I think for me, having worked in various parts of the world, you, you gain a perspective when you move from one city to another city in the US, or you move from the US to Australia, or you move from Australia to Dubai. Uh, what you learn to do in life is to understand new markets, to understand new consumers. Even if you're selling the same product in a different market, you're gonna almost relearn everything at all. By the time I was in my early 40s, I had spent 20 years doing exactly that. And I felt I sort of you know had the ambition, had the energy, still left in me to do something large at the same time you know having spent enough time in india i was looking at the demographic and the consumerism that was happening in our country and i felt that we had seen nothing yet that the best was yet to come we're a country with with really really young ambitious energetic uh, population uh, food is integral to our life and what became clear to me is that there was one missing piece which was sufficient protein in people's diets. And after a bit of study, after spending almost a year in India just doing research, uh, it became clear to us that, and to me, that if we could deliver highly nutritious protein food in India at a large scale, that it would be a meaning, not just make a meaningful difference to consumers, but we could build a large business doing it.
0: Right right so um like you mentioned you've been in uh different parts of the world now and you've worked in Dubai and you've worked in the US and now you're back in India. Uh so how would you say that the markets differ in all these different countries and how how does that affect the business that you do?
1: I think it's uh I think they're different in many ways uh, and are becoming similar in some. Uh I think when it comes to India uh there's a few things that make it highly unique uh, and especially interesting, uh, in some way challenging, but some phenomenal opportunities. What what makes India different from a food standpoint, which is the only thing I can speak about, is that we know it's highly regional, right? There are different states, each one have their own food preferences, have their own food habits, have their own food styles. And in a place like India, it's extremely important to understand what foods can actually be pan-India and work everywhere and where you need to really customize to make sure it works in certain parts. I think if we miss that, you really miss the essence of food in India. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, on the flip side, what's an amazing phenomenon now is that when you look at a younger demographic and younger, let us put a number to it and call it people in their early 20s to early 30s, this consumer globally is much similar, right? Because of social media, because of the attention on nutrition, because of the attention on fitness, because of a celebrity culture that is available on our fingertips, right on our phone, the actual fashion sense, music sense, food sense, fitness sense is actually becoming a lot more common across the globe than it is different. So India is really kind of a story of, you know, it's a tale of two cities, which is one, that it's highly unique in its food taste, food preferences. We can eat as many burgers as we want. We can love our pizza, but desi khana chalta, right? We love our food, we love our flavor. But at the same time, really when it comes to new food, new discovery, trying new things, the generation of youngsters in India are absolutely open to all the possibilities that are available to them. Something that no previous generation has been as open to.
0: Right, right. So, um, I mean, that's a very unique, thing. I mean, right thing that you mentioned because this does happen when you you can have it all over and you can go around having all the outside food that you have. But then again, like you said, desi khana is something that goes and market ke ghar ka khana is something that goes. And that is, again, that is something that uh, you provide with your flavours of Hello Tempeh. So uh, it was launched last September. And so if you could please tell us us more about it. And why did you feel that there was a need for something like this in our industry?
1: Yeah, so I think when we were looking at kind of, we understood that there was a protein gap in India. Customers were asking for more protein choices. We started digging deep a little bit and a few things became clear to us. One is that we still love as a country and as a culture to eat food. Some supplements? It's not like, hey, we'll skip our lunch and I'll have a shake. We'll skip my dinner and I'll have a shake. We love our food. We want to eat food, whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack. So the second part is India has the largest number of vegetarians in the world. Even people who consume non-vegetarian food in India don't consume it every day. Majority of non-vegetarians in India actually consume more vegetarian food because they eat non-vegetarian food a few times a week or a few times a month. So, in the largest vegetarian country in the world, where even non-vegetarians eat more vegetarian food, if you look at protein choices today, they're extremely small. The variety is extremely little. Outside of paneer, outside of dal, which doesn't even give you that much protein, Vegetarians don't have any choice when it comes to food. There's just not enough choice. Now you add to it, I preservatives, I don't additives, nahi chahiye, I want to eat something good for me. The choices become even more limited because things like soya chunks which are highly processed and heavy in carbs go away. So how can it be that in a country that has the largest number of vegetarians, we have the fewest amount in terms of choice? It just didn't make sense. And so what we decided to do is to take on sort of the opportunity of delivering a new protein choice for Indians, especially who are vegetarian. And tempeh is this ingredient that is about a thousand years old, made by fermenting soya beans into these really nice blocks and cubes that are so easy to cook that, hey, eat your paneer, but paneer to roj ne kha for protein. Everybody needs choice. And so this becomes a new alternative, a new choice for somebody to add to their plate. And we think lots more companies should think about how they can bring their own choice of protein to the vegetarian plate because that's the need of the hour. And so it was clear as day to us that there was a katori that was empty on the Indian thali and that needed to be filled with a protein choice that wasn't paneer
0: right right Um, i mean i couldn't help but relate to the point that you said that i i mean i just started going to the gym and uh i am a non-vegetarian but like you said it's only once a week that we have chicken or something like that as a source of protein or else it's just protein shake every day or it's just soya chunks or paneer or eggs but egg doesn't have that much of protein so uh i mean coming up with something like this will really help People like us because uh, again, it's different flavor, and there'll be different choices every day, so you're not getting bored from your food. So I think this is something that would be really helpful.
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I think you're using your own example.
0: Right. You
1: know, you have three meals. You have three meals a day, seven days a week. That's 21 meals. Right. 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 Uh, now you add shakes into the middle of it. Now you have 21 meals that you gotta you gotta choose, and you want to have protein in all of them. But let's say you have protein and at least 14 of them. Right. Now you're not gonna eat paneer 14 times a week. Right. Right. You you can't eat eggs 14 times. So yes, you have to eat your paneer. Yeah, you can have your chicken. Yes, you can. But the opportunity is that there's not enough choices. Right. So we think the more choices and the more convenient to cook gives you the ability to fill that 14 and actually start making close to 21. Where if you if you can have if we can all have so much carbs in every meal.
0: Mm -hmm. what's wrong in
1: having protein in every meal right right
0: completely makes sense so um if if you could please define it for our audience though what exactly does vegolution do
1: so what we did what we decided is we launched this we made a few decisions right so vegolution is the name of the company the name of the brand is hello tempeh which sells tempeh which is nothing but an ingredient right we sell it in cubes And these cubes can be used to cook to make a variety of dishes, right? So the cubes, you buy the cubes, whether they're natural and because tempeh absorbs flavors really well, see like paneer, you can typically coat the flavor, right? The masala will be on top or tofu. It doesn't penetrate the product. Tempeh, because it's fermented beans, the beans are come together, the sauce goes into the product. So it makes it even more flavorful. So, what that allowed us to do is today you buy paneer in a store, you can only buy plain paneer. But what you can do with tempeh, you can buy plain tempeh, but you can also buy tawa masala cubes. Mm-hmm. You can buy peri peri cubes. You can buy shejwan cubes. You can buy Shriracha racha cubes, chetinat cubes. All you do is you buy these cubes, you keep them in your fridge, take them out, thaw it, put it in a pan, tarkamaro, maro, tart, minute kele oil me, just mix it up in oil for seven, eight minutes bring it to heat and then it's ready to go into a kathi roll, into a gravy, into a stir-fry. You can mince it and use it in tacos, you can make a burji with it depending on which flavour you want. So from burjis to tacos to salad toppings, literally these tempeh cubes, flavoured or natural, can be used across occasions, breakfast, lunch, dinner, which is what gives us the consumers the ability to choose. So these six products in 12 cities in India today, available in 12 cities in India today across all e-commerce platforms, like Big Basket, Amazon, uh, Instamart, Zepto, Nature's Basket, Namdari. So we're in 200 plus stores and we're about 18 months old. So that's kind of what Resolution does is it runs and manages Hello Tempe.
0: Right, right. So, um, this company, like you said, it started 18 months ago just in 2021. Did COVID, because it started during the COVID time, did COVID have any negative impact on the journey so far or was it? did it act like a boon uh, to your journey?
1: Yeah, I think COVID uh, did both. Uh, I think the first round of COVID allowed us to really focus on uh, strengthening our product attributes. Uh, what I mean by that is we actually fortify our tempeh with B12 and iron. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we add B12 and iron because we realize that as vegetarian, B12 is extremely difficult to get and as is iron. And so if we made our products rich in B12 and rich in iron, we would have not just protein and low fat and low carb, but we'd be high in B12 and iron. So we made certain decisions looking at how the consumer was beginning to focus on not just protein, but on other nutrition from a COVID standpoint most of it was positive was because what covid did is it started accelerating this requirement for eating better and for conscious eating and the other thing it did is people started cooking at home right everybody that was ordering swiggy thousand times a month was now ordering it a lot less right Uh, because they were cooking at home and some of those habits have stayed they said oh i've learned how to cook or i've learned how to put a few things together Therefore, I'll continue to do that. I feel better about it. Why just keep spending money on ordering in? So I think the cooking at home, the convenience factor that our products bring, the refocus on sort of eating better, right? And eating more nutritious and paying attention to your body and your health all really worked as tailwinds. And really, we didn't experience much in terms of delay whether it was on production or anything. So I think for us, net-net COVID COVID has been, while unfortunate to say this, has been sort of a wake-up call for people and, and their health.
0: Right, right. And like you said, uh, the B12, for people who eat non-vegetarian food, they get it naturally, B12 and iron from fish and from chicken. But, uh, so I had a friend and she's like, she was a non-vegetarian turned vegetarian and she ended up with B12 deficiency in like few months. So, uh, your product doing, uh, having B12 and iron on its own, I think that again, acts like a good pros to your uh, company.
1: Correct, exactly. You can eat B12. For 100 grams uh, of uh, tempeh, uh, mm-hmm. natural tempeh, you get 49% of your b12 requirement for the day.
0: That sounds so impressive.
1: Almost, almost half of your b12 requirement for a full day mm-hmm. will come from 100 grams of one of my products. There's just no other vegetarian brand or food that can deliver that kind of nutrition but also you can make like a masala rar kathi roll or a burji right like when was the last time you had it? a kick-ass vegetarian burji or a a makhani with tempeh, but also getting B12 iron and protein.
0: (laughs) Right. I mean, what else do you need? Perfect nutrition and good for your palate. So, I mean, last to the last question, uh, what does the future growth of the company look like? Are you planning to expand to other countries or what does it look like?
1: Yeah, I think for now, our focus is India is a large enough market. Uh, While we have great interest in our products being distributed, outside of India. We would like to spend 2023 really focusing on growing to 25 cities, really increasing our availability in stores across these 25 cities, building our online footprint, building awareness. We're still only 18 to 20 months old. Um, There's a tremendous amount of awareness yet to be built. There's a lot of fridges in many, many homes where people don't know about tempeh, but are complaining about not getting enough protein. Our focus is on building that awareness, giving inviting people to try the product and if the ones that really like it and love it, it'll find a place in their fridge. That's plenty to do for 2023 and plenty to do in India itself.
0: Right, right. I mean, that is true because a lot of people, if you ask them, like generally don't know about tempeh. So for the product to excel, they first need to know about tempeh and then go ahead and purchase a whole thing. So, yes. yeah. Yes. Um, Any last message you'd like to leave our audience with? Uh,
1: No, I think uh, you know for the folks in the startup business or the investment community, Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty important that businesses that I believe are going to change the landscape of consumption are ones that actually don't drive with just looking at how consumers behaved over the last 10 years. We have observed that even in a short portion of 18 to 20 months, we're able to ramp up production and beginning to see people adopt a product they never heard about before, shows the propensity of people to try the new. And they will repeat by the new as long as it fits their budget and fits actually solves a food problem for them. So the opportunities are enormous and uh, I think plenty of space for plenty of businesses to join.
0: Right, right. So with the perfect budget and the perfect taste of the palate and the perfect nutrition, I think tempeh is great. It's something to have on your fridge on regular days. So, yes, that was our conversation with the founder of Resolution, Siddharth Sama Subramaniam. We sure did, a lo- did learn a lot from the company's journey and we are leaving with great insights. Uh, thank you so much, sir. It was an honor to have you.
1: Yeah, pleasure was all mine. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you. Thank you, sir.